Welcome to level 37 of the Sandbox Gamers After Dark Podcast. We're back, everybody. We're a podcast where three vidgets meet weekly to talk about life, love, and the pursuit of vidya. Thank you so much for joining us. I am your co-host with the most, Wonder Rob, coming at you live. Well, semi-live, that is, from Southern California, and on the line with me are two of my best friends, Arizona friends, that is, in the metaverse, the boy of our podcast, Vactor. Hi, Dad. <laughs> and the always disgruntled, <laughs> lovable talking head on my waist, <laughs> Jeff W. What the hell was that? <laughs> that is classic <laughs> lovable talking head comment from Jeff. <laughs> Thanks, Jeff. And I'm Kratos, of course. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. <laughs> if this is your first time listening to the Sandbox Gamers podcast, well, we're your weekly, usually weekly, that is, video game podcast where we talk all about video games that we played. We'll dabble in the news and maybe a little after dark content if you catch my drift. So don't forget to subscribe. And if you're already subscribed or you're in the middle of subscribing right now, stop. Go to the review section on iTunes, Spotify, whatever it is, and hit that five stars because A, it's going to help us out. B, it's going to help us move up the ranks. C, you're going to do a kindness. And this is the type of year, or excuse me, the time of year where you want to be doing that kindness. It's called paying it forward, people. So leave us a nice review. Hit us with the subscription. We appreciate it. This week, we're going to be talking about God of War. Ragnarok It's finally out. Plus, we've got some breaking news. For the VGA Awards, maybe a little Marvel snap and then a little extra on the side for you. Oh, think think of it like Thanksgiving. Those are your main courses and you want to fill up on the sides. So we got some side dishes for you too. Now, if there's one thing that everybody knows, it's that Jeff W. is always DTF. Down to talk fun. <laughs> or down <laughs> to talk the fun news, depending on the day. So, we're going to move right into our strategy guide section where we're going to be talking about, well, actually, I'll let Vector take it away. Vector, what are we talking about on the strategy guide section? What you just mentioned, the Video Game Awards have put out their nominees yes. for Game of the Year this year, and I'm going to oh, read them oh. in order of the Game Awards, how they have them listed on their website. A Plague Tale, Requiem, hmm. Elden Ring, Hmm. God of War, Ragnarok, hmm. Horizon Forbidden West, hmm. Stray, hmm. and Xenoblade Chronicles 3. Hmm. <laughs> I've played all of these but one. <laughs> oh, Which one did Xenoblade? you not play? Actually, I'm going to guess he's not played yeah. Xenoblade Chronicles. I've yeah, talked Xenoblade. about all of these on the show except for Xenoblade Chronicles. That's how I knew. I was pretending like I didn't know, and I was making a correct guess. <laughs> this is a heavy PlayStation list, boys. Uh, yeah. Sony. What do you yeah. think of this list, Jeff? I'm dying to get Jeff's thoughts. Yeah, yeah. I think, um, well, first off, this is, is dog shit, because I'm going to have to try ah. to play the other one. So I need to play in, like, Plague, Plague Tale and God of War just came out. Uh, and I don't, I probably won't like Xenoblade, but I'll, I'll see what I could do. I can't. I can get it on my little hack well, switch. Let me ask um, you this, Jeff: Are you or are you not a weeb? 
<laughs> I am not. Oh, you might not like there's, Season Blade Chronicles. There's, there's one in this chat, and that's about it. <laughs> oh, um, man. You know what actually well, this is, <laughs> what's disappointing is I would put um I would put Tunic on here. And I, I'm Tunic. sad looking at the, um, yeah, I would put Tunic on this list. I don't know if you guys got deep into that game, mm-hmm. but uh, that game should be on this list. Uh, it, I would, I, I mean, I don't know how good Xenoblade Chronicles is. Maybe that's a great game, but I would probably take that out and put Tunic in. It does get some recognition. It looks like they have the nominee. F- it's in for best indie. And like, to me, like some of the best indies, like, think about your favorite games of the year and their best indie category is cult of the lamb neon white sifu stray and tunic all of those i feel like have had you know a lot of positive feedback uh granted you know the rest of this category does too but i just uh, I, I wish tunic was on that list i don't know if you guys have any other ones you would uh you would add to that's a oh, great I have question one. let's see i, I got one on my list Oh, snap. Oh, snap. <laughs> Bullshit. You would put Marvel Snap on Game of the Year. Oh, yeah. Does it count if it's a strictly a mobile game? Yeah. You hate video games. VR, I would put a VR game on here, mobile game. Uh, all of them. Put them all in there. Now, as you guys know, I have kept a comprehensive list of all the games I've played this year. Mm-hmm. Yes. Going through it right now. Tiny Tina's Wonderland. Tiny Tina's is on here, and I don't think I would put that on there. Yeah. Where's Ghostwire Tokyo? Just kidding. Oh, I would put. Um, I'd probably put uh, Pokemon Ar- Arceus. That came out January. The problem is, is like a couple of these, like Elden Ring and that Pokemon game, came out January, and I feel like that Pokemon game was a uh, a big change for the franchise and makes it more fun for a little more casual player like me. So I would also add that. Where's Poppy Playtime at? <laughs> Ooh. Remember Poppy Playtime? Oh, I don't know what I would add on there. If I'd have to sit and think about it. Um, maybe you know what game I liked, but I don't think did it come out this year? A short hike? I don't think, I think it came it out this year. Uh, maybe. I don't know. Tough to say. Tunic's a good a good choice though. Did Bayonetta 3 come out this year? Yeah. No way. Did it right? even come out? Wait. What was the one with the voice actor that had the the beef? Oh, maybe she, she was getting low low paychecks. Was it was that three or was that four? I I don't. It was three. Being in yeah, okay. maybe it was three. Yeah, I, I feel like Monkey uh, Island is good. Here's older. Yeah. Hey, I would put Weird West on there. Mm. I would put what was that one that we all played on Evil Dead? Was Game it Evil Pass. Dead? No, the one that was on Game Pass. <laughs> I'm blanking on Shredder's Revenge. Dang. (laughs) Yeah. And I'm going to have to go through my list and really Uh, come down to it. Because you know we're guns to be doing our own Game of the Year episode. Yeah. Pretty soon. Just Just putting that out there. On the uh, Steam homepage. Now it's gone. Mm -hmm. Um, The Cult of the Lamb. That's what it is. Cult of the Lamb. Cult of the Lamb. Yeah, that's a good choice. I put that on there. That's a good choice. Yeah, we're going to. We'll have to come up with our own own little system on how we're going to do it for our 10 listeners. So yeah. they know what to play based on our opinions. But out of these games, let's just do a quick a quick roundup. So Plague Tale, Requiem, Elden Ring, God of War, Ragnarok, Horizon, Stray, and Xenoblade Chronicles Three. I'm gonna tell you, so I might be I might be voting for God of War, Ragnarok to sit Ooh. out because Elden Ring is the winner. Yeah, I think Elden Ring is like all of these games are good. I I liked all the ones I've played here. Uh, 
but yeah, I mean, there's there's one that is, I yeah, man, we'll talk about God of War, but I just yeah, I just think Elden Ring is is, is God of War is the right. is the boy, it's, and it's Tale, the man. I'm looking forward to playing Plague Tale. It's in my back yeah. catalog right now, but there's there's too many games, too many games to play right now. After, for for you know Ragnarok to to be the man, you got to beat. The yeah, man. that's and right. The man is Elden Ring. He's got he's got a point there, back there. <laughs> but I guess only time will tell which game will truly reign supreme. So we'll talk about it whenever whenever the VGA awards land. We'll talk about it, but we'll talk about our own best games of the year uh, later in the year or at the beginning of next year, whenever we decide to do that. Excellent. Now, what does it say right here on the strategy guide section? Marvel Snap. That's up to you. Oh, we've all been playing Marvel play Snap except for Jeff. Yeah, fuck that game. <laughs> Why don't you like it, Jeff? Did it, you even play it? First of all, did you even play Marvel Snap? No, I haven't played it. I just it mobile Remember, card games or Jeff I doesn't hate. like card games. We've talked about this before. Um, I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say I don't like card games at all. Uh, I just don't like mobile card games. Would be specific. Yeah, but that's when you do your best card games when you're on the toilet. And you could play a quick game. That's the best <laughs> time the toilet, to play. It. It's the best time. What if well, you play Hearthstone? You'd rather play it on your PC. Uh, what if I'm playing Hearthstone or something? What if I'm doing that? Yeah, you could do that on mobile. Yeah, Jeff. It's called mobile, yeah. Jeff. I yeah, I don't know. I would say before you say f that game, at least try one game. At least play one round, mm-hmm. and then say f that. Let me put it to you this way. Jeff, I don't know if you recall not too long ago when we were discussing the Disney video game showcase and we Ooh. talked about Marvel Snap. I I'm paraphrasing, but to the effect, I said something like dumb. <laughs> yes. Lame. <laughs> car games. Uh. But now I'm eating my words, Jeff. Yeah. Because this game is not bad. Yeah. It's not bad, Jeff. Okay. Just it is a you. very good card game. And on top of that, Adding in the Marvel characters, that's what makes it fun for me as a comic book fan, as somebody who does a comic book podcast, all the different powers and each card having that ability that relates to that character. It just adds on another layer of fun for me. So that's been it's a a game of strategy, Jeff. How long is a game versus somebody, would you say? I would say 90 minute, seconds, two minutes. Yeah, so this is very similar to that that WWE card game, right? Back there, I don't know if you played that. Uh, which, you know, I get it. It just feels like, it, well, I, don't, I feel like this is geared towards just making you buy stuff. Does the WWE game, card game, have doink? <laughs> Well, so, far, so far, Rob has spent $3. I've spent $0. And we've I've spent $3 on it. They had a welcome starter pack with a Captain America card. And then I forget what else it was. But I was like, I'll, I'll, you know what? I've played this game enough. I feel like I'm putting enough play in it. I'll give them 3 bucks. And so I did. But I haven't spent a dollar more than that. Mainly because it's not really anything... In my opinion, there's no value in spending any money in this game. Mm-hmm. Well, right now, it's all it's about all, it's all cosmetics. Yeah, it's not like, like I'm getting want, awesome uh, cards. Or yeah, if you just want a variant cover, basically, it's like you want a different version of the exact same card, 
but uh-huh. Rob's looks different than mine. His Captain America looked different than my Captain America. Like that's the, really the only thing that it's been worth spending money on. Yeah, but you play enough, and you get you get these upgrades anyways for free. Yeah, oh. or you just buy uh, their equivalent of V Bucks and buy your upgrades. But yeah, I've the not been thing, tempted in the slightest. The other thing that you get is seven hundred gold and then a new avatar. That's the Captain America bundle. Mm. Ah, yes. And I haven't even changed my avatar. I'm just stuck. I've just kept it the same one over and over. And I feel like that gives me the upper hand <laughs> because people who've been playing a long time see the basic starting avatar and they're like, oh, I got some noob here. Well, let me wipe the floor <laughs> with them. And I'm like, opponents. Nah. <laughs> and I take care of them. So do they yeah. do anything? Like, is there any kind of like, like do they? Ha- I'm looking at it like just the gameplay thing of this. Like so, like with the cards, is it? Is there any okay. kind of like variations on like like? Can you get like some like Todd McFarlane Spider Man, or is mm-hmm. it just you know? Yeah. Uh, right now, Scotty Young is the the artist that I've seen the most, and he does kind of like kid versions of all the characters. They're like uh-huh. these the cute avatar version of mm-hmm. each one of the characters. So yeah, they they have different artists on there. I'm sure they'll add more in the future. But this is a game that people have been playing in beta for like since the summer. And I wanted to get in the beta, but I wasn't able to. So I've joined the the ranks of the the casual people. And I have been <laughs> that's my most consistent game out of everything that I play. I play more Marvel Snap than anything because you can get in the game so quickly. Um so I'm I'm having fun on it. It triggers my anxiety. It's really weird because I don't like playing online against people just in general. It's not my thing unless I'm playing with friends, but like I'm not hopping into Call of Duty or Halo right. by myself to just get into matches. Yeah. So in the back of my mind, I, I boot this thing up and I'm like, I don't play against people. Like it's just one of those things. But after like the matches go so fast and I'm just, I'm going to lay it out. I'm concerned. I'm winning more than I'm losing. I'm convinced Uh-oh. that is it a game of skill? I think a little bit. Did you say? <laughs> I think skills involved, but it's also luck because you you build up your deck. Uh huh. Actually, I'll step. I'll let me step back from what I'm about to say because Vector was about to say something about well, it. Well, I'm convinced these are, there are bots here. I don't think everyone is a, a human player because I'll see people making like the weirdest moves. I'm like, why would they do that? Unless it's like a, a 10 year old and he doesn't know what he's doing, it, there'll just be these random moves. And I'm like, you could have beat me if you had just played that card in a different spot. And then some of their names are like, oh, that's Q. <laughs> Lowercase like, X, capital X. Yeah. Not a bot, capital yeah. X, lowercase X. <laughs> QAnon? I'm, I'm not the only is? one. There's a bunch of people online that think that there's a there's bots at play. So just throw um, that out there. But you'll get, like I said, like I was saying, Jeff, I, I think strategy is part of it because yeah. you'll get 14 cards, I think. They are all based in uh, a strength value that you need to be able to play them and then a strength value that attacks your, your opponent. And then they each have variations like, hey, if you put this card down and you don't uh, play something in the same spot next round, this card gets an extra four points or something cool. like that. Right. So there is strategy. And there's some cards that just don't make sense. Like, hey, if you use this card, it's going to destroy every other card that you put down. 
Oh, yeah. oh okay. Oh. <laughs> cool. I don't. Yeah, I don't understand. Some I'll of just those. sit on that for the whole turn. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I actually lost a round because I didn't realize it was going to take out some of my other cards, and I was like, "Wait a minute." Huh. Um, yeah. So I, you'll have little things yeah. like that, and then you'll play in little areas. So there's like three zones per match, and it'll say like cards. It'll just be something random. It'll be like, okay, every card played here in round six is going to be moved over one space to the left. Or and that's that's part of the like strategy that. is so you have to it's two out of three best two out of three so sometimes you have to sacrifice one knowing you're going to get the other two and that's I think sometimes when I'm like wait a minute why is that person not doing the smart play would be to build up these two and then you have the you like I said you sacrifice the other one so that's been the fun part for me is like trying to think ahead of okay. I might lose this card, like because you're playing in rounds. Also, that's another thing. Each side has, I think it's six rounds total, mm -hmm. and so you're like, all right, I can give up this round, but I know I'm going to win the next round. So, I I've been having fun just trying to plot and plan out the yeah the different. Moves. I do the same thing. I mainly just focus on two areas, and I decide, okay, which spot is going to be the two that I want to attack, yeah, and then. And I feel like a lot of people don't do that, or maybe I'm just playing bots. That's what but that's what like I'm saying. Smart, it seems like the smart thing to do is just focus on two areas. Don't yeah. spread your cards too thin across three spaces. Otherwise, your odds of winning aren't going to be there. Yeah, Jeff, what's the name of that? The wrestling one. Oh man, is it on iOS? Yeah, it might be like Superstar or something. I'm trying. I want to say that might. It's like uh, oh, Supercard. Yeah, Supercard. Yeah, okay. there it is. Yeah, it looks like I have not played this. I'm going to download this. <laughs> He's addicted. <laughs> well, unlike Jeff, I like card games. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, think, card games um, have never been a thing for me. But yeah, this like, one this one got me because it's really easy to play and easy to get into. And the new cards, the collection aspect of it is actually sort of getting me. And it's free. And there's a desktop version of it, which I was telling Rob before we started recording. I actually like the desktop version, but I don't like that it goes full screen and you can't make it smaller and because the, the play area is only in the middle and it's uh -huh. vertical. So I don't understand, like they should have something going on in the size or, you know, customize it for the PC experience for, um, for a desktop experience instead of just, all right, we're going to throw the mobile up there and make it full screen. Oh man, I would hate it. Uh, it would come up on my ultra wide. Yeah. It'd be the yeah, worst. Especially for ultra wide. No. So, while we've been talking, I can confirm for the audience that Jeff W. did download it. He he held up his phone. Yeah. So uh, I'm putting this out well, there as a challenge to Jeff W. I want a full book report on this game next week. <laughs> or next episode, because sometimes we say next week and then we skip a week. So yeah. the next episode, I want a full book report on this game from Jeff W. Next green light. Yeah. Speaking of book reports, the big game of the week is God of War Ragnarok. The hyped, hyped, hyped game, the latest iteration in the God of War saga is out. Um, I was just reading a story that this is the fastest selling God of War game to ever come out. Oh, snap. <laughs> you're gonna have to you're gonna have to find that sound and cue it up. Yeah. <laughs> so you can have it in the system. Or you can record one of us saying it. Or better yet, get your co-host with the most from the Technological Podcast to say it. 
Yeah. And then we'll put that in your O's. Make a note. Anyway, God of War Ragnarok, fastest selling God of War game of all times, but it's still only the, I think, third, second or third best selling out of all of them in terms of money. But the fastest to reach a particular milestone within the first week. Uh, this is a game that Vactor has been looking forward to for quite some time, Jeff as well, and and me myself. Now, I'm going to lay this out there. Obviously, we'll talk spoilers. I don't think any of us have beaten the game yet, but we're gonna, we'll talk about what we've experienced so far. So just be mindful of that. We're not going to spoil the ending or, or anything like that, but we're going to talk about you know the early parts of the game or whatever we've gotten into. Um, I have not beaten God of War, the previous game, I got about halfway through it, and then I just stopped playing. Not because I didn't like it. I don't even really remember why I stopped playing. Uh, the patch came out for the 60 frames per second on PS5, and I got back into it, and I just stopped. I'm sure something else came out. It was probably Elden Ring or something like that. <laughs> um, but these two, these two guys have beaten it. So let me start the conversation to you on that fact. Based on what you've played so far, let us... Well, first of all, I'm curious how many hours you guys have gotten into the game. So let me know that. But based on having beaten the first one and getting so far into the second one, does it feel like it's just more of the same? Or does it feel like they're taking it in new directions? Right. So I'll so I'm I have to get I'm about to get to tier, which is still early in the game. I'm only a handful of hours in. But I, I'm still getting there's weird things where I'm getting like little tutorial things and I feel like I'm like four or five hours into the game and I'm like, you guys are still showing me shit like <laughs> Jesus Christ, uh, which I, I mean, there's just menus and menus and upgrades and all this stuff. So so I understand. Um, so I'm about that far deep in and I think I made the note um, under our, our stuff when I was when I was playing my initial session of the game and, and getting back into the, uh, uh, you know, the early parts and doing a few of those boss battles, right? I was like, this feels like more of the same, but not not in a bad way. This feels like, so far, this to me, this feels like the Arkham City to the Arkham Asylum, where the new God of War, this new God of War series, the first one kind of set the tone. It's not as big, and it's not, uh, I think that game, uh, I think if you go look that up, I think the average playtime for the first one is like 18 hours. I want to say, or like, I want to say it's under 20. Like, it's not, it's not super, super long. In uh, this one, I'm seeing some of the uh, playtimes being like double that, maybe almost closer to triple that with all these side missions and stuff. Like, even me right now, I'm, I'm supposed to go get tier, but I'm doing all these side missions and running around. Uh, so anytime they've introduced anything where it's like, oh, hey, you can go over here. I'm like, all right, well, let me just go do this, right? Um, so... Uh, Talking about yeah, the part where it's to- like, hey, you want to... Get all these smokestacks. Go just get all these (laughs) smokestacks and tear them down. Yeah, Yeah, it also depends on if you're doing the main story or if you're trying to do the side missions. According to howlongtobeat.com, the first God of War main story is 20 hours. With the side stuff, 32 hours. If you complete everything, 51 hours. Okay. Is there there any report on what this one is? You should look that up too. The Ragnarok one is showing 23 hours for the main story, 35 for the main story plus the sides, and to complete completionist, it's 48 hours. Okay. So it's, it's, 
not it's around the whole same. crazy lot different but it is it's it's I, I would say though it's a significant bump though like that's probably about five hours on each end right or on each of those uh you know added to those or whatever um so yeah it seems to me to be more the same but i i will say this game looks pretty great uh I don't know, Vector, if that's if you guys are or Rob, if that's the feeling you guys have. I'm walking around and I'm like, even the I, I sent a link uh, to you guys earlier. There was a part of the game where I was pretty pissed off because I'm trying to find the dwarf that mm-hmm. will talk to me to let me start moving through their little city, and right. nothing was working. And the guy's just playing an instrument endlessly. And like, come to find out, there's like a bug there where you have to revert to the last checkpoint. No yeah, kidding. I didn't run into that. Which is right outside the door, so it's not like you have to go that far. But, like, there's nothing, like, the only thing that indicated it was, like, I walked in the door, and then the kid, like, he slid through the bar. Like, you know, you could, it was not very, not, it was not even animated. And he would go right to the guy and stand in front of him. So I'm like, oh, this is what I got to talk to. And then uh, nothing would work. And I, I even ran out. I was running around trying to find if there was something, like, maybe I needed, like, something to give to him. I'm checking the journal. Uh, the map, I hate the map on there. It like doesn't show you, it doesn't zoom, excuse me, it doesn't zoom in very far. So it's mm-hmm. like, I'm trying to figure this shit out. And, uh, but anyway, yeah, I, I did that and that's kind of the only problem. But even, even running around that, I'm like, this game looks, just looks really good. Yeah. yeah I think the game's very good looking. And I think, you know, it's not an open world game by any means, even though Steam, for some reason, likes to classify the first God of War as open world, I've mm-hmm. noticed. Um, but you're in these little, you know, concentrated areas. And so they can really add that detail into each place. And so I'm, I'm very pleased with how it looks. I wouldn't expect anything different, um, for PS five, but I was sort of worried that the, just focusing on the graphics, I was like, how good could they possibly be? Because they're, they're also making it for PS four. And I feel like the game needs to be made. Of course, I'm not, I'm not a game developer. So what I, what I'm saying could be wrong and maybe it is wrong <laughs> that they're making the game for the lowest common denominator and then building up from there and so i sort of f- felt like okay well it's ps4 is not bad but it's not ps5 yeah but man it, it looks really good i'm very impressed with how good this game looks yeah see normally i would say that would be my thinking as well but with the pc ports of these type of games i think Everything looks good when you upscale it on a good system. Mm-hmm. So I I think this one looks fantastic. Um, and I'm about six hours in. I'm a little bit ahead of Jeff. And it is my game of the year, boys. This is a <laughs> this is right up the Vactor Alley. As you know, there's there's two type of games that are my bread and butter. Number one is this type of single oh, player snap. narrative story driven <laughs> got you. he got we you. got uncharted <laughs> last of us and god of war and spider-man yeah. too yeah mm-hmm. so all of those games that's one category that i i love the other category is side scrolling um platforming games so i would say this is also like this fits in a category for you where like i feel like me and rob loved elden ring or love elden ring and i think that's just like a huge, like, you know, like some of those open world games, and this doesn't apply to like Spider-Man that you just mentioned, but like 
those games feel like they're like in a big open box and you move within that box, right? Mm-hmm. Whereas this game, it gets categorized as open world, but it's it's not really like it's kind of like a there's you a little open path in the areas. Middle. Yeah. And there's like and there's like little open spots here where you come back and then you come back. You know, there's not like this thing. Yeah. And in fact, I think it's the thing we've talked about where you don't like games, especially, you know, you guys having uh, kids and stuff too it's just like i don't have time to sit here and fish around for an uh, a thing for 45 minutes for a side quest i'd rather just go and get back and get done and then uh you know so so i think it's it's a it's a good format for you Vector, yes. specifically and i think it, it achieves what you want but still gives you a little bit of openness i think that's also why i'm a little bit ahead because i'm just doing the main story i'm not doing any side stuff and that's specifically because i want to get to the end and that that is the reason why I don't like sandbox games for the most part and open world stuff. I like to have a linear path and be like, okay, point A to point B, and I'm done with that game. Then I can go on to the next game. And that was the the, the light light bulb moment for me with Red Dead, where I didn't like any of the Grand Theft Auto games because I was like, I feel like I'm getting lost. Like I don't know where I'm at in the story, and I just kind of got frustrated and, and would stop. With Red Dead, I was like, oh, I can just do the main story and I don't have to try to do everything like I was doing in Grand mm-hmm. Theft. So once I did that, it was like, oh, man, this game is is great. I, I love Red Dead and one and two. And so that's the same thing for this God of War. I may go back if I have time to um, do some of the side stuff later. But for this one, especially because I wanted to talk about it on here, I said, let me just do the main stuff. So I think... It's interesting that you did not finish the first one, Rob, because that game is my second favorite PlayStation game of all time. And number one is Spider-Man. The reason why is because the story Mm -hmm. was so good. I could watch that as a movie. The voice acting was great from both of the main characters. And where it leaves off, like the ending of that game is one of the best endings, I think, in all of gaming. So when this one picks up, and did you watch the little recap? Yes, I did. Okay. They had a little I, recap. I like an idea. That. Yeah, I like that they had that. But um, this one, it gets you right back and you feel like if you've played the first one, you have that experience. It plays very similarly. The controls are very similar. Um, and I think the best control of this game and the first one as well, the best, um, I don't know what to call it, but calling the axe back to your right. hand, that it is feels the most good fun to me and that was what i loved about the first one yeah. and and me being a superhero guy i was always like i'm thor i'm i'm calling my hammer back like thor and then he's in this version right which yeah that opening battle with thor i was like all right it was this pretty is, good i'm this is my game of the year i love this game already real quick on the on the on the axe is like it's fun cuz it's it's funny cuz you'll go into a fight and you'll you'll go to melee if it's equipped and you throw your shield on your you know what i mean like you're like oh shit and then you have to back up and then you call it you know yeah. that you like, get to like, charge it yeah, yeah it's my first move and i'm like oh shit uh and uh yeah the thor that has been the most epic moment for me so far is that thor opening that lightning hitting the house i was like this i was like that was and then it's like big fat Thor, like big yeah. burly Thor. I was, uh, and it's was, completely yeah, different cool. from what we're used to the MCU mm-hmm. Thor. And yeah. so I like that it's not the exact same version of Thor that we've gotten for so many years. And same with Odin. So I really want to see what's going to happen with those two. Um, and I think 
the point that Rob was talking about, there is a point where there's a switch that happens. Mm-hmm. And Rob, did you say you have gotten there or you didn't get there? I have. Okay. So spoilers for anybody yeah, spoiler. else who has not anybody <laughs> oh, else who has not gotten to this point. <laughs> there's a point where you start to control uh your son. And yeah. there was no control for that in the first game. And when and you he, say start, is this not not the bow and arrow thing? Correct. Right? In the first okay, game, you, you only okay. had control over telling yeah. him where to shoot his arrow. Right. You right, have okay. that in this as well. But in this game, the the story switches over to him completely. And mm. so that's where it com- becomes a different game because he controls completely different than Interesting. Uh, Kratos. He plays differently. So I must not be far off from that. Yeah, you're you're moment. pretty close. I'm like, um, I'm coming up on it. Okay, it's and right is it, after. Is, it, is this here. a switching thing, or is this a what's the, how what's the mechanic of that? Are you just him right now? I don't know if it changes later, but in when you very first switch over, it's just him. Like Kratos okay. is back at home. Gotcha. It's, you're only uh, the son. Yeah. You're only boy. Okay. But interesting, I, Loki. Yeah. yeah, I liked the way he controls. I like the way he plays. And it does switch it up and give it some type of variation rather than just playing Kratos the whole time. Mm-hmm. And then once I switched back, when the story went back to Kratos, I was like, oh, yeah, it's fun to play as Kratos, too. So I'm I'm sure maybe down, down the line you're going to be able to switch on the fly between them. But um, I'm enjoying this game very much it's it's one just like with marvel snap that i'm looking i look forward to every day i'm like oh i get to play that game that i love yeah now i'm curious this is uh no shame in in your answers and what i'm about to ask but i'm just really curious what difficulty you guys play the game on i usually uh, do the middle <clears throat> whatever the default like i just play it by default yeah yes but i'm just i was always, i'm always just curious other people's choices because it's like it's got easy and then really easy, which is just yeah. I want to experience the story. There's like, yeah. there's like five or six options total there. I did think that was interesting. I yeah, I also went with the default. Usually on the game on uh, games like this, it depends on how fast I'm trying to beat it. Like with Spider Man and Miles Morales, where I was trying to go through it really quickly, where I had beaten it already on PlayStation Four or something, and then I was trying to play it again on PlayStation Five. Mm-hmm. If I've already beaten the game, and I'm trying to just do the story, I'll I'll bump it down so i'm like let me get through this as quickly as possible but with one that i've never played before i usually try to do it either in the middle or one one lower than the middle i'll, right. I'll very i'll go back and forth between those i find myself sort of circling back to um something factor said about that the the axe it is fun to just throw it and recall i always seem to find myself if i'm in a new area like when you're traveling like through the bifrost I'll like throw the axe off the side of the tree and then I'll just be like, okay, I'm leaving. <laughs> and then I like move into the next area and he just goes, huh! he like reaches his arm back and grabs it. Or I like <laughs> to just throw it and then move on to the next area. Like when you're in the little uh, dwarf village and you have to like, there's certain areas where you have to like crawl through little caves and stuff and then like call it back. <laughs> or mm. sometimes I'll just be like, you know what? If I were Kratos, I would just throw it as far as I could and then just call it back. Yeah. Just like a yo-yo. And I like catch yeah. myself doing that sometimes. <laughs> That's what Even I Even though do. like I'm not fighting anybody. I'm not doing anything in particular. I just keep throwing the axe and yeah. recalling it. I've done that. Like that's that's pretty fun. My yeah, only yeah. or go ahead, Maria. I was gonna say my only real gripe about the game is 
And I don't remember if I had this similar complaint with the first one. Uh, I think it's just been too long. But I don't like the upgrade system, really, at all. And I don't like I don't like the user interface on the yeah. menus. Like it feels real clunky, especially in the tutorial parts. Like when you're first getting these prompts to come up, and it's like, hey, we're like we're telling you what to do, but we're not really telling you what to do. But you can't really look through these menus because you got to figure out what we're what we want you to do here, right? Yeah. Um, and then later on, when you run into your little dwarf friend, and he's like, "Hey, you, hey, you want me to go ahead and upgrade your your stuff?" I don't remember what accent. Yes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then you've got to go through these clunky menus, man. Like that's just that's my least favorite part. Like I, I think they they really sort of missed on the menus, and especially because they're some of the things are kind of vague in what they're mm-hmm. telling you, like these mm-hmm. things do like the defense and the strength and stuff like that. And I'm not like, I think what it really needs is a comparison mode. And if there is one, I'm, I haven't found it, but like to compare what I'm, what I could upgrade to right, versus what I have. And then what benefits I'm really seeing by. Yeah. Upgrading. So they have these little arrows that'll show you, okay, if you upgraded this, it increases or decreases that stat. But I also found it confusing where I'm like, I don't know which one, like which path I'm going down for each uh, thing. Yeah. And I don't know. Some of them you can sell and break down. And some of them it's like, am I still keeping that one? Am I going to go back to that one? So I've also been confused by that. Yeah. And same with the skill tree. Like yeah. the skill tree is not, not like Spider-Man. Spider-Man did it perfect. Yeah. Spider-Man Ooh. did it great. But the skill tree in this is not exactly straightforward. And, and the fact that you're having to upgrade yourself and your son right. separately, mm-hmm. where you're not leveling up as a team. Yeah. I mm-hmm. think that would have been a lot easier. But, you know, I'm not the game maker here. I'm just yeah. the player. And, and I feel like that I feel like that with the weapons too, where I'm like, all right, now do should I spend more on this uh on the slinging blade things, or should I do the axe more and then yeah I, you know i, I wish because it's kind of the last thing i want to do in, in the god of war game and and even like like you know spider-man i feel like it is pretty simple uh even like the old batman games um you know or or the, you know, the batman arkham games whatever mm-hmm. i feel like they were pretty simplistic like there's upgrades but like ultimately you're getting everything right whereas i want it to be like that in here because like here there's, it's not like it's not like a role playing game. It's not like a MMO. It's not like something like okay, hey, I need to have I need to be a tank for my team. Like this is a single player game where I'm interacting with your puzzles basically. Like you you should simplify this for me a little bit. I feel like, and then you should just give me the power trip that I want. Like at the end of this thing, I want to just I want to have all these cool abilities. I want to be able to just come in here and just do all of this stuff now. There can be like slight variations, but I just, I just like like you said, Rob. I don't like having to dig through these menus. I also did, like I said, I didn't like the map, so mm-hmm. I, I was like, this thing is like weird. So if I'm trying to figure out a way around here. It's strange. Um, yeah, I, I I feel like it could use a little uh, a little work there. Just I don't know. I just want to. I want the. I want all the powers. I want everything. So just you know, let me maybe make this less button clicks would be nice. You know, give me, don't bury it as deep if, if there's an option for that, you know? Yeah. Oh, and in general, I prefer the ax over the, uh, the swing, swinging. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just in and general. And those are when it comes from to fighting. the first, um, the first 
series of PlayStation games. Like you only had, I forgot oh, what they're called right. too, but um, yeah. those, those things, the swingy things. The nunchaku. You, mm-hmm. Yeah. You it, didn't have the 2018 game was the first time he got the ax. Yeah. And, and I, it was funny. I was thinking of this, um, especially having just ran through Gotham Knights where I'm like, you know, Batman set the standard for that, like combat that is simplistic so it can be spammy like so if you know so some of these interactions like if you're not super into video games you can spam those buttons and get through a bunch of these bosses you know um but there's also kind of a rhythm to it too right like batman was truly kind of a a rhythm game with the combat that wasn't like just on your screen giving you like you know the guitar hero stuff but it was mm-hmm. like if you knew how to like to navigate through battles like it's very similar here uh and it's just funny that like you, 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 I, if you would have told me uh, 10 years ago, like, hey, this Arkham game that came out, it's, you know, 10 years from now, they're not releasing these. There's going to be a God of War that is like in the same vein of like a great combat game that's like pretty simple to follow. Uh, I wouldn't have believed you, but um, I, I feel like it kind of fills that void for me currently. <laughs> Go back in time. Also, yeah. there's going to be a pandemic. Yeah. No, 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 we're not going to kill that. No, 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 no. I, did, I skipped that. You need to know. You saved that for surprise. You didn't want to spoil Batman. everything for yourself. Yeah. <laughs> you need to know about this Batman game. <laughs> right. So, uh, so far, I think the game's really good. I, I'm definitely enjoying it, and I'm getting that. I'm sure you guys can relate, and anybody who plays video games can relate. When you, We play a lot of games here at the Sandbox Gamers, and not every one of these games clicks that spark where you're like, Oh man, I, I like I want to play this game. Like where you're thinking about the game while you're at work, or to some extent dream about it. Although I haven't dreamt about this game, but it's that you definitely get that feeling like, okay, I've got some free time. This is what I want to be doing. It's like when you're watching a great TV show, or you've you're got something else going on. Like it's it's giving me that spark where I'm like, man, I want to go and play God of War. So yeah, um, I'm definitely giving it a recommendation now. I have. I don't think I've played enough of it to give you a solid answer on whether or not I think it's going to be my personal game of the year. But I feel like Factor's already made his choice. Oh yeah. Uh, so I think the uh, it's a stalemate, and it's probably coming down to Jeff W. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. It's going to be tough. I. Yeah. There's just. Yeah. I like. I like. I like all of these games. They like all of them, you guys. <laughs> I like them all. All right. So stay tuned to future episodes of the Sandbox Gamers in the Strategy Guide section because we'll be talking more about God of War as we continue to play it. I'm sure. All right. Now it's time for that After Dark content. Let me just go down the list here. Number one, it says, why does Rob hate Thanksgiving? Well, we're recording this the day before Thanksgiving, and this episode... Might be out Thanksgiving Day, maybe, <laughs> or the day after. Yeah. I'm not really in charge of that. <laughs> so Ooh. whenever Vactor decides to put yeah. this out. So I hope you guys are currently having a happy Thanksgiving or have had a th- happy Thanksgiving, everybody. I'm not a big fan of Thanksgiving in general. I would even say it's my least favorite yes. holiday. And this was a Ooh. shock to me. This was a revelation in our Discord. So I And I asked you why, but I never got a response. So I want to know. Why it's your least? Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put it out there, and this is gonna uh, a controversial take. Actually, I'm gonna take a sip of my diet coke here. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it, Vactor told me he he says, oh, "Yeah, we should talk about this." He's like, 
Holiday, he's like Thanksgiving and Christmas are the only or Christmas are the only ones that people care about. Yeah, and I was like, well, Halloween. I like Halloween probably like thematically the most, right? You're, like I'm not, I, I'm not a I dress up to, guy, but I and like, I want to know why. Do you like yeah. candy the most? Is that like the, I like the candy. I like the horror movies. I like the scary aspect of stuff. I like the season, especially. It's that per like now. It's a little you know for back home in Ohio, it's a little too cold. It's starting to get to that like there's snow on the ground, whereas October you get those like mild mid you know days with like a little bit of a cold morning you can wear a hoodie you know that's why that's why i like halloween probably the most Ooh, well i will say thanksgiving i'm gonna give it a quick pro so i'm not poo-pooing it on on it the whole time you do get the day off work for most places Uh uh some places make you work every day no matter what but most places will give you the day off on thanksgiving and the the following day so i will Give it that. But I run my own business. So it doesn't matter anyways. I work when I feel like working anyway. (laughs) So that's uh, neither here nor there. I find Thanksgiving overrated mainly because I don't like Thanksgiving food. Mm. I don't particularly care for turkey. Dang. It's dry. Dang. It doesn't taste like anything. It tastes like napkins, to quote Jake Peralta. Um, stuffing, I'm not that into the oh. candied yams, I'm oh. not into um, <laughs> cranberry sauce. What if you hold on? What, what if you go with the more like uh, like tamales? You know, what if you have the more now, some of the Mexican you know, stuff? Here's what I'm gonna too. say you, I'm actually really glad you said that, Jeff. Yes, because my next point was gonna be now growing up, you know, uh. Yeah, we'd have our like, we'd go to like family functions and all that, blah, 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 and they'd have all this food. But as I was growing up, at a certain point, it started shifting and it would just be me and my mom again growing up, and she would just make food that we liked. Like she would make tacos and right. beans and rice. Right. The, but like the, my favorite thing she makes and the best food she ever makes is that those three things, in mm-hmm. my opinion. Uh, and it became less about, okay, we're going to eat Thanksgiving food and we're just going to eat the foods we like. So Dang. when it's, when I'm eating with my mom, that's fine. But of course, I don't, li- I don't live with my mom anymore. I haven't lived with my mom for several years. Uh, <laughs> and I don't even live in the same state as her. So we don't see each other on Thanksgiving terribly often anyways. And if we do, she's coming here. And I'm not going to make her cook a bunch, come here and cook a bunch of food. Uh so that's number one. Number two, um, not including immediate family. I don't fa- big family gatherings. I don't particularly care for either. Uh, mm. I, I come from a traditional big Mexican family. I've got more cousins that I could even name. If they were all in a room with me, I'd be like, "Yeah, that's uh, that's my cousin, and that's my cousin. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's my cousin." Like, and that's not a joke. Like, I've got more cousins <laughs> than I can name, but I only see these cousins. Best case scenario, Christmas or extended family Christmas if I go home. Yeah. And I'm not making an effort to reach out to them and they're not making an effort to reach out to me. It's just family. You know what I mean? So I don't particularly have a like, oh, I'm not going to see my family. That's not me. So the, the whole idea of all the family has to get together. We all have to eat this particular type of food just isn't for me. So that's why... When Thanksgiving comes, I could I could take it or leave it. It's not really 
uh, it's not a high priority Who? on my list. That's you don't like pumpkin pie. Now pumpkin pie, I don't I don't um, associate with Thanksgiving. That's more of a seasonal food. Oh dang! Oh. Uh, and Daddy loves pumpkin pie. Don't you? You don't like <laughs> pig feet. You don't like pig feet. Now that's a that's a type of comedy I don't like. Uh, I only a day day of the week comedy. Oh. Um. So yeah, so that's that's me. That's just my hot take on Thanksgiving, and that answers your question. Very Hopefully. interesting. Hmm. Yeah, um, I think the day off is like the only thing I care about. Yeah, the day off is the good part. For me personally, yeah. I mean, I do like FaceTime. Like now being out here, I'll just end up like FaceTiming with my parents and them and my brother. Like we'll all just talk and hang out, you know, on that for a while and stuff. Uh, unless I'm very rarely back home. I hate traveling during this time. So I like to travel like in between, you know, uh, to keep uh, myself away from all that headache. Right. Um, but yeah, I think uh, also this is a good time of the year for me to... Uh, bribe you know all of the <clears throat> mexican people at work to give bring me tamales uh and stuff which is like the best part um so i do enjoy that uh you know but yeah i also i'm not a huge fan but like rob come on mac baked oh yeah baked mac and mashed cheese? potatoes you know what i mean mm, i'm the opposite Ooh. i i can eat thanksgiving food year round and i have quite often actually growing up <laughs> we ate <laughs> I was say, well, I ate um, cranberry sauce year round because I remember my parents introduced me to it one Thanksgiving, and I said, "I'm going to eat this rest of my life. Like, I'm going to eat this every day." Of the year. Why are we not eating this in yeah. June? I'm going to the grocery store. Get some of that cranberry. <laughs> yeah, and I like the one. I don't know what it's called, but not the berries, but like the one that's like the jelly. That's uh, the one that I eat. The one that round. comes out of the can and it's yeah. still shaped like the yeah. can. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's my favorite. And that's usually what I would bring when people ask me to bring stuff to a Thanksgiving thing. Yeah, yeah. I always bring that. I but- feel like that's true. One year, long time ago, I think Vector was out in Arizona by, by himself. Like he didn't have any family. And I brought you to Thanksgiving with the uh the girl I was dating. Yes, I remember at the that time, April. Mm-hmm. And I, you said that you just unlocked a core memory because I remember you, I, I'm positive you brought the kids. Yes, I did. <laughs> because it, actually, it's funny because it's usually not one that people think about or bring. And for me, like I said, growing up, I associated that with Thanksgiving because it was so unique. Now, turkey yeah. is another one that I would get turkey sandwiches when I go to Subway or any type of sandwich shop. I always got turkey sandwiches. So when it was time to to eat turkey on Thanksgiving, I was like, oh, yeah, I don't like ham. So when when they brought out the ham, I was like, no, but I I didn't associate necessarily turkey with Thanksgiving because I was eating it year round. Uh But also growing up, we always it was I was an only child. So it was just me and my parents every year. And we never lived close to other family. So we would eat the food. And then I go play video games or I go do something else. I don't I didn't sit around and talk to my family. Now I'm with my wife's family all the time. So we're always like it's kind of a big thing. Right. But I it's very interesting. I, I have never met someone who didn't like Thanksgiving food. Now, what about Christmas? Do you do you associate Christmas with any type of food? No, not really. It's kind okay. of Thanksgiving light. Yeah, right? usually. It's almost, yeah. It's, you know. No, yeah, n- nothing in particular. Now, the family thing is is the same thing for me on Christmas. Like, I, I'm more interested in being with my immediate family. Uh, you know, my wife, my child, 
my mom, her her parents and siblings. Like that's really about it. Like again, I have a big Mexican family, so a lot of times we would do like big giant family gatherings on Christmas Eve. And again, giving hu- and having to go in and hu- you see everybody and you got to give everybody a hug. And then you hang around for, you know, a couple hours and then it's time to leave and you got to give everybody a hug. Yeah. You know, for me, I have that exact Just laughing thing. at me. <laughs> I was like, I, I got to show up, hug these people. Yeah. yeah. But there's so yeah. many of them, Jeff. I have, the, I have the same thing as you, Rob, but not necessarily for family. For me, uh, it's and I think Jeff was trying to say this earlier, but I don't I, I don't know if Jeff was in a hurry or a rush. But oh. I don't like small talk. I think Jeff was saying I don't like oh. small chat. And I don't mm. I don't know if he was trying to say small talk, but I don't like any type of talk where there's no like greater goal to the talk like, oh, it's lovely weather we're having today. Yeah. I don't weather, care. Weather is mm. is a go to like you've got nothing to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's what like do something you do? like you, the guy at the Seven Eleven. Like you're talking about the weather with the guy while he's checking yeah. you out, or the because guy who is like checking you in at the the hotel or yeah. something like that. You know, I don't like that type of thing where it's like you don't have a greater connection with that person. It's like, oh, I'm just trying to fill time, and I'm never going to think about this person again. I don't like that. So the same thing with like extended family like that, Rob, where I'm not going to see this person but once a year, and if you're not talking to me about something that I care about, like, oh, did you see that new Marvel movie? Like, that's usually what my small talk becomes is, oh, what TV shows are you watching? What movies are you watching? But I don't like stuff where it's like, this is never going to amount to anything. This conversation doesn't mean anything. But people will always, the other go-to is like, what do you do for a living? And I tell the person, they're like, oh, okay. And then I never talk to them again. It's like, what was the point of that? I don't like right. that. Right. Right. Yeah, part of it, and even sometimes the small talk with the extended family or people just in general, when it gets to Marvel movies and stuff, sometimes, now this, not all the time, but sometimes I even hate that because Ooh. it'll it'll be like somebody talking to me about a Marvel movie and I know that they don't know that I live and breathe this stuff. Right. And they're talking, did you know that the, the Hugh Jackman's going to be back in <laughs> Wolverine 3? Are you serious? <laughs> wow, no, I didn't know that. Dude, Namor's like, in this new Black Panther movie. Like, actually, I'm borderline autistic. That's when yeah. so <laughs> So yes, I did know that. That's when Rob turns on his acting skills. Uh, you know, uh, you're forgetting the worst part of all of this for and this is for me. It's it's like and I also I agree with all the points you guys are making. Um to an extent, I mean, I, I don't hate hugging family, but uh, <laughs> <you> <laughs> no, know. it's not that I hate hugging family. It's just there's two hundred of them. Yeah, I gotta you, go through, and then it's this whole thing where yeah, you gotta you gotta do it because it's just the way mm-hmm. the way it is, and you gotta yeah. leave. You can't just sneak out of there. That's what I yeah. do. Yeah, I just leave. I don't even <laughs> like the old I'm, Irish goodbye. Yeah, if I'm ever in a situation like that, I'm like, all right, those guys are keeping each other occupied. There's so many people here; nobody's gonna notice me leaving. So yeah. I would just leave. <laughs> the worst oh, man, part I of the evening guilty, man. <laughs> is it is the 200 family members, but it is the 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 body heat 
and the heat inside of the home. Uh, I don't know if it was like that out, out here because I never turn my heat on and out here. But uh, at home, there'd be there's like that part of the evening where you've kind of eaten. Everybody's fat now. Everybody's mm-hmm. heating this this place up. And you just have to go outside. It is so hot and stuffy. Like that is the the thing I dread. That so there's the that feeling and and uh, the food that I don't like. I, I was also a picky kid, uh, eater as a kid. So like I was like mashed potatoes, mac and cheese, and maybe some turkey. You know that's what's kind of my go to for oh, the, the meal. But um, it so it'd be that yams. and like with my my uh, grandma, um, she would play the fucking wizard of oz they would play that that run all that stuff on tv it just i don't like it like i don't i don't like a christmas story uh i don't like the traditional just yeah and and i don't it's not the content of it it's just it takes me back to that stuffy like headache like just want i just want to go home i'm stuck here because i can't leave you know as a kid right and i just want to leave uh so that's yeah, that's just probably being the bored. worst part for me. Yeah, yeah, or yeah, right. Like I'm on the couch. It's the kick. It's the uh, the Chris Rock bit. Oh, you like baseball? I like baseball. Now I got to talk to these people I don't know, yeah. and you got to like talk about sports or some just See, random bullshit. That's you know? exactly yeah. what I was talking about with the Marvel stuff or yeah. just any of this stuff. I'm like, like, I'm super hyper into this, man. But yeah. like, I know you're not at the level of where I'm at, and I don't mean that in a condescending way. Yeah, but like. I don't want to casually just talk about this stuff like I don't know about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, see, I try to use that opportunity to to be like, well, did you know? Like, I try to educate them and try to give them facts. But mm-hmm. a lot of times, they're whoever I'm talking to is more receptive to it. Especially like, for example, my wife's sister. Uh, she's she's always like, oh, I'm interested in that. And I'll be like, well, this, 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 and this happened. And then did you know this connects to this, this, and this? And she's always acting like she's interested. So it, it makes the time yeah. go faster when the when the person is receptive to what you're saying. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. When earlier when I was talking about it, where I said, like, it, it really depends on the individual. Mm-hmm. Like what you're saying is a little more like, oh yeah, let me talk to you. Yeah, well, let's talk about this. But sometime where people are like, Rob, <laughs> let me tell you this ah. fact. <laughs> Did you know Vincent D'Onofrio is coming back? And yeah, Rob's wearing a Vincent D'Onofrio <laughs> shirt. Or they'll say something <laughs> to me that they like, that's clearly wrong. Like some rumor they, they read off of like, uh, ain't that cool? Or ain't it cool? Or we got this covered or whatever it is. Yeah. Where they're like, oh, did you hear that uh, they're doing a Marvel and DC crossover? <laughs> yeah, The Rock is doing it. He, him and Ryan Reynolds, they're making it. You know what's oh, funny? Re- oh, really? They are? Yeah. I didn't know that. That's I cool. I get that from a guy that I know, that a guy that I knew in high school. He will text me every day those links of either fake stories that are just not true or stuff that I've already like reported on. I've made YouTube videos. I've made shorts on it and he's sending me the stuff and I'm like, you clearly are not following me because you would know that I already know this stuff, but I just pretend I'm like, Oh yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. 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 <laughs> or like, like I was saying earlier, it's like, they're like, you know, Namor is a very obscure character. I don't know <laughs> if you know that or not. And you're just like, 
shut up. Yeah. <laughs> like he, he is now mainstream dickhead. Like I, I you don't you don't know anything. Yeah, he's Mexican well now. Known. Yeah. <laughs> like, get out of here. <laughs> he doesn't hump fish anymore. Rob, he's Mexican. Is one of the reasons you don't like Thanksgiving because sometimes it takes place on your birthday. And so you have to combine them. Uh, one. You know, yes and no. Some like the adult in me heartbroken. is <laughs> like, like whatever, you know, I'm just born at a particular time where like every four or five years, my birthday happens to land on Thanksgiving. And so oh. I'm sort of used to it by now. But like when I was a younger, like I'd be like, mm. <laughs> Like when and, I was a kid, but yeah. but not not really these days. Like I don't really think about it that much. Like I just celebrated my birthday, uh, not yesterday, the day before yesterday. I took my wife and my son to Disneyland. Oh yeah, and my son is born seven days after me. Ah, so we just did like a quick little like smush birthday thing. Also because he he's right, he's finally tall enough where he can ride things. Oh yeah. Uh, I put him on Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> you should have seen this kid on Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh. He, he he was sitting on the little chair with his legs crossed. And the, the person who puts you in the elevator was like, uh, he needs to have his legs down. And I'd be like, put your legs down. And he would just put him back up and go, no, I want to cross, cross my legs. <laughs> i put your legs down. And he'd be like, no, cross my legs. I'm going to go ahead and do that. Uh, and he's screaming and laughing the whole time. And as soon as the ride ends, he's like, get Time to get off the ride. <laughs> Let's get off. This <laughs> is so funny, man. But anyway, not to get too sidetracked on the Disney trip, but uh, yeah. So usually I'll just celebrate on a different day. Why do you ask, Factor? Because there was a request from Technological's own Shoff to see what you got for your birthday. Yes. So I will. Uh, Shoff sent me a present. And so did Vactor. I don't see a po- one in this pile from Jeff. I teased Jeff. You didn't know well, it was my I'll, birthday. I'll just give you a hug. For Jeff the and I. <laughs> get out. I categorize. It, it, this might not be a two-way street, but uh, at least on mm. my side of the lane, I categorize Jeff as my friend. Mm. So... I'm not no. true friends forgive. Okay. And so I'm not upset, Jeff. So yes. don't don't even stress out. Mm. I joke and I kid. I'm not well, I'm not mad Shaf's, at you. Shaf's gonna get you a dildo, so let's just you know what? Okay, now, this, this package from Shaf <laughs> is oddly phallic shaped. <laughs> Why is it vibrating? <laughs> oh man. Okay, so Guess this first one it is. Yeah. This first one's from Vactor. Why is it wrapped in a fascinations <laughs> wrapper? Hey. One time while I get this open, I <laughs> I, pr- I I'll say I when we do these mystery unboxings like we used to do on the now defunct Geek So to Speak podcast with Shaf and Vactor, I would always pre-open the boxes, but I would never look in them. I just for the sake of time. Right. Um Oh, okay, here we go. So, but he mentioned fascinations one time while I get this open. I remember <laughs> I told my mom, this was back when I was like 18, 19 years old, right? Uh-huh. And I needed a job. Maybe I'd quit a job or something, but I told her, I said, 
I'll go work a fascinations. And my mom looked me dead in the eye and she said, I will not support you. Oh, dang. <laughs> anything. If you oh, get a job yeah. in fascinations. She got so <laughs> upset with the, the prospect of me working at a porno store. Oh, that she said man. she was not going to support me. Jesus. Dang. Wow. <laughs> we have to normalize. Ooh, normalize yeah. working at a porno store. <laughs> hey, look, look what I got, Jeff. Mario oh, plus Rapids okay. sparks okay. a hope for the Nintendo Switch. Are you telling me I'm going to have to open up my Switch? Oh, that was the one that one I've been saving. I know Rob won't be the type of person who, if I get him a video game, he won't play it for a year. Oh, yeah. I know I'll Rob's not that type of guy. I really mm-hmm. liked the uh, yeah that's a, it's a, that's what you call an inside joke everybody and you know what the person he's talking about his name is Ben he doesn't listen to this podcast and, <laughs> and he never ass. will um, so I don't feel guilty about saying his name um, and I would like to point out that I do not I do not have a problem with Ben on the off chance that he does listen to this <laughs> which I don't think he will I don't have a problem with you Ben but I know he's talking about you specifically oh, uh, man. so that's the thing no what I was gonna say was is I'm still gonna keep the promise that I made to myself for the the OLED the OLED switch that I'm going to save that for Breath of the Wild 2 but I do still have my other switch factor. Oh yeah. So I will I'll report also, back on Sparks of Hope next week. Also don't throw away all the packaging cuz I think in there somewhere Ooh. is also an Amazon a gift card, card I think. Let's see. Hold on. What is this a gift card? I don't Well that didn't look like a gift card. Can you hear me opening it? Yes. Oh yeah, it is little card and it says a hundred dollars oh my god you're so generous wait no there's a thousand there's four zeros on here uh, thank you back yeah. you're so nice okay i'm gonna put that back oh there's a little card it says happy birthday boy oh that was okay. in theme of today's episode <laughs> he knows what he's doing okay now i'm reaching over here let me bring the microphone with me. I'm reaching over here and grabbing this package from Shroff, my former co-host of Geek Sophie's Geek Podcast and the current co-host of the Technological Podcast. Now, I have an idea of what this is. He sent me a box that's shaking, so it's either cat food or <laughs> it's a Lego. Ooh, it's cute. Look at this. He sent me hey. Infinity Saga. I am Groot. Groot figure. Oh, and you can also make the awesome mixtape. Hey, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Ooh, 476 pieces. Should be a real fast build. I'll work on this this weekend, Shaf, and I'll take a picture and send it to you. Thank you, boys. Guess how much of me. that gift card really is worth, Rob? How much? One dollar. One dollar. Thank you. A little UHF humor for you. And uh, Jeff, I want you to know, in all sincerity, oh, your friendship man. is more than enough. Yeah. Oh, indeed. But if it happens again. <laughs> you only get one, Jeff. Uh, <laughs> yeah. We'll make all right. It so that about does it for this week's episode of the Sandbox Gamers, everybody. But don't leave just yet because i do have some things to talk about did you know that we have a sandbox gamers podcast of friends or the the trent vactor as i like to call it podcast network starting with 
the comic book kaiju podcast which is your weekly comic book source for all things comic book news education and more and when i say education i don't mean in a boring way like a fun way edutainment uh, the most recent episode just came out today. Battle of the Super Sons makes us feel like super dads with Frank the Tank and Tim from Beer with Geeks. Special guests. Who's yeah. who's the best? Uh, who has the best super son? Batman or Superman? Quick, go quick. Well, I don't want to spoil is... the podcast. I just want your opinion. I'm a Damien guy, so I'm going to go Batman. Ooh. He's Batman. What about you, Jeff? Well, Jeff hasn't seen the movie yet. Yeah. Oh, he's. Batman. Batman. We're gonna go Batman. <laughs> Red Hood, baby. But anyway, check out the comic book Kaiju podcast anywhere and everywhere podcasts are played. Also, we've got the Trechnological podcast, full name Trechnological, a Star Trek Shakedown, which is your weekly Star Trek podcast. Anything and everything out there in the Star Trek universe, most recently talking about Star Trek Prodigy Season 1, Episode 14, titled Crossroads. Oh, yeah. So you've got to listen to that. And they also have sometimes, sometimes special Star Trek guests, Star Trek related guests. So you're going to want that. Also, listen to us while you're at it. And I mentioned it a bunch of times. Why don't you Google uh, Geek So To Speak podcast if you want to listen to an old dead podcast. You can listen to that. Don't forget to like and subscribe us. We appreciate you. If you want to find our social links, well, check the show notes. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter, all the places. Or you can just go into the link tree which is link tree forward slash the sandbox gamers thanks for joining us we'll see you next week unless we don't gg everybody gg gg